Hey, this is Stu at Bitcoin Fi, the cross section between financial independence and crypto. And today I wanted to make everyone aware of crypto, charitable giving, and philanthropy. Just at a high level. We're coming up on the end of the year 2021, and I figure that there's a chance someone might want to make some last minute tax moves, and this would be a timely topic to cover. There's also a chance that some of my listeners are planning to get more into crypto in the year 2022, and this might be something to consider in their plans for next year in regards to taxes, crypto, and their overall financial picture. Please note that I do have a guest coming on at some point who is a CPA that is very familiar with the crypto space, and he will be outlining some of the strategies and techniques you can use to lower and minimize your taxes in regards to your overall financial picture, especially for those that are engaged in crypto. So I'm looking forward to that in a few months. As far as charitable giving goes, today's episode is really going to be mostly me quoting from and commenting on a newsletter from Coinbase as well as one of their blog posts. Coinbase is the largest crypto exchange and their blog is very solid. Their newsletter is also pretty good. It's relatively short. It's called Coinbase Bytes. It doesn't come out very often, so it doesn't crowd your inbox out, but it does teach things pretty clearly, pretty simply, and give you a broader knowledge of stuff. So I'll link their newsletter. You might find it useful and helpful to keep learning about more things in the crypto space. So I'm going through this newsletter. It's actually from November, and it came out around Thanksgiving. And they were breaking down some of the key points of this study by Fidelity. And Fidelity in this study... Again, I didn't go too deep into this. I don't know how large the survey was. I don't know the confidence rating of it. But what they found in the study was still pretty compelling. They found that 45% of crypto holders had donated a thousand or more dollars to charity in the year 2020. Compared with all investors, only 33% of all investors had given a thousand or more. So this is just saying that According to this study, the people that held crypto were more generous on the whole. Again, not sure how the study was conducted, but I found it interesting nonetheless. Now, Fidelity has a nonprofit arm called Fidelity Charitable, and it also received over $274 million in crypto this year, the year 2021, which is a pretty crazy amount. Another note they found in regards to demographics Supposedly, millennials are more charitably inclined and also more likely to invest in the crypto than their baby boomer or Gen X counterparts. And there's this quote from the study that says, As investors, particularly millennials, combine their interest in digital currency with their charitable values, digital assets have the potential to become a significant source of funding for philanthropy. Alright, another interesting thing as far as the foundations and the nonprofit organizations that are starting to accept crypto, the American Red Cross, International Animal Rescue, the United Way, they're all starting to accept crypto donations. So it's becoming more and more mainstream with charities that you've heard of. Many of these charities will instantly convert crypto into U.S. dollars, but some will actually keep it in crypto and hold on to it while they figure out what to do with it or actually send crypto to people in need. Kind of interesting. There are some pretty cool crypto native organizations and one of the more interesting ones is BitGive 
which has a platform called GiveTrack, and it uses Bitcoin's public ledger to show how Bitcoin donors' funds are being used. So you can literally see on the public Bitcoin ledger how the Bitcoin you donated is being used, where it's being sent. So I like that. That's pretty cool. Another cool organization is the Giving Block. It helps over 600 nonprofits set up wallets, auto-convert donations to U.S. dollars, or simply hold gifted crypto. So I really like that the Giving Block is giving these nonprofits an easy on and off-ramp into crypto ecosystems. That's pretty awesome as far as making this work better for everyone. And I don't want to go too deep into NFTs, but Macy's had an auction at the Thanksgiving Day Parade where they had an NFT drop, a non-fungible token drop, and they sold those, and then they donated the proceeds to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So again, we'll go over non-fungible tokens sometime later. Those are a little bit more fringe of a topic than the core of Bitcoin and crypto that I like to talk about, but we'll address those at some point in the future. Okay, so moving on, Coinbase has a pretty good blog post that I'm reading. It's about how to actually donate in crypto and why you would want to. So there's a few good reasons. Number one, crypto is more private. It can help you protect your data, which is becoming increasingly important to donors. There was a survey done by Give.org that showed a large amount of Americans of all ages have data privacy concerns when it comes to their charitable giving. And so donating crypto directly to an organization can better protect your personal information and also it can result in more funds going into causes that you care about. So here's some of the ways that your money can go farther when you donate with crypto. If you bought, we'll say $2,000 of Bitcoin about a year ago or more, today that would be worth about $4,000. Instead of selling your Bitcoin and then making this contribution to this charity, you would get either short or long-term capital gains, depending on how long you held it, and those taxes would be taken out, the charity would get less money because you would have to pay more taxes. But if you were able to donate the Bitcoin or the Ethereum or the crypto that you have that's already appreciated and had a price increase from when you bought it, you can, you can shield the entire donation from having to pay taxes. Therefore, you keep more in your pocket and you also can give more. The charity will just take it and any gains associated with that purchase of crypto is pretty much wiped out. So Coinbase mentions this report that was a worldwide survey. It showed that 63% of donors worldwide would prefer to donate using a debit card or a credit card online. That is the preferred method of donating across the world, 63%. So donating by a card, whether debit or credit, can reduce the amount that the charity receives from your donation because there are processing fees that range from 2.2 to 7.5%. So if you were going to donate $1,000, 75 of that at the high end might be taken out in fees. On the low end, about $22 would be taken out in fees. But that same donation, if you were to donate with Bitcoin, the average transaction fee of that amount of $1,000 would be about eight and a half bucks. So less than a percent, and therefore the charity ends up with more money overall. 
Now, one of the problems and concerns that people have with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptos is their price is constantly moving up and down. But you can also potentially donate using what's called a stable coin. Stable coins are another topic that I've gotten some questions on that I need to address at some point in the future because they're pretty interesting. One of the stable coins that is mentioned in this blog is called USDC, or US dollar coin. There are other ones that I like, like the Gemini US dollar coin. Basically, this token USDC is controlled by a company called Circle. It's a US company. It's supposedly audited every month, and it is fully backed and redeemable for US dollars. Basically, however many US dollar coin tokens are in circulation is backed by a US dollar in their account or in their treasury. They are simply tokenizing US dollars on a blockchain and letting it transfer without all these intermediary settlement layers. Instead, they are using a blockchain to do their settlement. Okay, so for example, when you try to send a check or send a wire, it takes some time for it to work through these settlement layers and for the funds to clear. All these intermediaries are taking place, but this US dollar coin is going on a blockchain. It settles on the blockchain. There's no intermediary. It's open 24-7, unlike your bank. So that's a quick overview of how these stable coins work. They are pegged to the US dollar. They do not go up and down. They are essentially digital US dollars. And it appears that some of these charitable organizations are set up to accept stable coins. And Coinbase plugs their own Coinbase Commerce platform, which allows organizations to set up US dollar coin. And it only takes a few minutes if you are a nonprofit. So again, if you wanted to donate a stable coin, it would be faster, it would probably be cheaper, and give the charity more money to work with. There'd be no volatility with a US dollar token. Okay, so that's just another example. That's just another benefit of how you can donate with a stablecoin. So if this is of interest to you and your charitable giving, if this is something you want to take action on, whether last minute or in the future, I think probably the best place to start would be this platform called The Giving Block. I'm going to look into some other platforms, but I was looking at The Giving Block website. It's just thegivingblock.com. And you go to the donate page and you can scroll and there's a ton of organizations on there. There are churches, there's Save the Chimps, there's Humanitarian, there's Wildlife Preservation and, and like Wells for Africa and Brain Tumor Organizations, Planting Trees, Economic Stuff, Education. There are a ton of options for worthy causes, Special Olympics of Illinois. There you go. And I've hardly even scratched the surface of this page. But if you want to donate to some cause, there's a growing chance that whatever your favorite charity is will make it onto this list. And if you want the charity to get more, if you want to save them processing fees, if you want to shelter some of your crypto from capital gains, this is a good place to start looking. There's another site I was looking at called ngiven.com. I'll link that in the show notes. There's a few out there. I'm still kind of just getting into this myself, but it's something I'm becoming more and more interested in as a way to donate to the causes that I personally care about and want to support. All right, I'll keep it relatively short today. One other thing I want to open up 
and talk about is I'm definitely open to doing some coaching. Some people might not have the confidence to set up an account with Coinbase and deposit money into there. They might just be sitting on the sidelines waiting for someone to hold their hand and walk them through it. If you want or need, I could be that person. I don't really have anything set up or planned out with pricing, but if you want coaching to some degree on taxes, investing in a 401k, choosing funds, setting up crypto accounts, donating crypto, buying NFTs, getting a hardware wallet set up and self-custodying your Bitcoin, doing some security stuff with two-factor authentication, with password managers, whatever your needs are, just let me know. Send me an email. We can potentially talk pricing. I'm going to keep it very low, very affordable, because I don't know if there's demand for this or need for this. But just know I'm willing to work with you depending on your situation. I actually have two coaching calls this next week. A friend of mine that wants to get into crypto, and I'm just going to walk them through setting up an account. Very basic stuff. I also have another guy off LinkedIn that I have been talking to, and we're going to have a call and figure out whatever they need to figure out. And if it's not a good fit, if I can't really help you, I definitely have some resources, some CPAs, some financial advisors, and some other people in my network that could potentially give you qualified info. Because this podcast, my blog, my platform, is for entertainment and informational purposes only. This is not financial advice. Everyone must do their own research and know the risk. But I'm definitely happy to help coach you through things. And just a final reminder, I believe this is my last podcast before the new year. If you leave me a written review, I would greatly appreciate it. Send me an email with a screenshot of your username and your review, and you will be in the drawing for $100 in Bitcoin or Ethereum. And if you do leave a review before January 1st, but it still isn't showing up on the podcast player, just let me know. I might wait a few days, but I will record the drawing and probably put it up on my YouTube so that you can see that it is fair and equitable. And I appreciate the support. I hope you had a great Christmas and a happy new year. Let's make 2022 your year to take control of your finances. Remember that financial independence is doable.